Now then, welcome to the Social Media Podcast. Simon Scholes here, founder and creative director of Perception Studios, the award-winning visual marketing agency. So today, as always, the podcast is the audio taken from Dazed, Confused and Generally Buggered, my daily live video talking to you about social media and your video content when my little one is sleeping, which he's not doing at the moment, uh, as you can hear. So today we're talking about the magic hashtag, easy for me to say, the hashtag that will bring you a huge audience. My thoughts exactly, Max. What is it? The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Dazed, Confused, and Generally Buggered. How are you diddling? Excellent. Me too. Thank you very much for asking. It's Friday and potentially the end of your working week, although don't forget social media doesn't work a five-day week, so you're still going to need to do some social media this weekend. But we are live right now as we do every single day around this time we work around um, my little toddler's nap time and we get some time to have a chat talk about social media try and answer some of your questions talk about video as well and help you get your brand your business out there to a wider audience so uh, yes that's what we're here for today answering your social media questions and giving you answers to your questions and hopefully uh, helping you get your brand out there further making sure that when we get to the end of all this craziness, whenever that's going to be, I'm not entirely sure it's going to be anytime soon, but whenever that's going to be, uh, we're all safe and all still have a business at the end of this as well. So um, welcome to the broadcast. We are live across multiple streams at the moment. We're live on Twitch, Periscope, Twitter. We're also on YouTube. We're on Facebook at the moment. We're on the uh, How to Nine Times Your Social Media group and on the Perception Studios page. We're also live on the Perception Studios website. And I've got us live on Instagram as well, recording from my phone at the moment. So hopefully uh, you can join in and have fun with that as well. Okay, so um, yeah, we're just here to have some fun, answer some of your questions and all that kind of stuff. Let's have a look what's happening in the um, comments and um, miles is asking uh, how you're doing how's your week been it's been it's been a weird week miles to be honest a bit up and downy um just yeah had, a, had a, an interesting week but um yep the broadcasts have been fun really enjoyed doing those and um i've got a really cool guest lined up very soon actually which takes it completely away from digital and starts talking about print as well because for those of you who know me you will know well that Actually, as much as I'm passionate about digital and social media and everything else like that, I just want your marketing to work for you. So there are different types of marketing. And uh, this chap I'm going to chat to sometime next week, um, it's got a really interesting area of marketing. So we'll talk about that very soon as well. Today, though, um, I thought it was a time for a, a subject matter that a lot of people will find exceptionally interesting because so many people ask me this question, what is the hashtag I need to use to make my business bigger on social media? What is the hashtag I need to use to make my content explode? And so I'm going to talk to you today all about the magic hashtags. So um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be an interesting one, and uh, yeah, we're going to have a have a good morning chatting about that, and also going through some of your questions that have come through. Don't forget the questions are always open on the comments, whatever channel you're on. Drop me a comment, say hello, let me know that you're there. Ed and Miles watching at the moment on um, Facebook, wherever you're watching, say hello, and um, 
yeah, we can try and answer some of your questions today. So the magic hashtag, we're going to go through that. Um, first things first, though, who the hell am I to tell you anything? Okay, so I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of this bad boy right here, award-winning visual marketing agency. Um, we are called Perception Studios, and we help brands and businesses create social content that really helps them stand out, um, be it for brands like um, Pepsi, who we've worked with on agency work, all the way through to local smaller restaurants who are just looking for content to create bit of more of a brand on social media. So lots of different types of content, videos, animations, aerial photography, 3D GIFs, cinemagraphs, all sorts of stuff. So um, yeah, if you ever need anything like that, just get in touch with us. But a few years ago, it became quite obvious to me that a lot of people don't have the money to spend on that kind of thing. They don't necessarily have the money to spend on people creating content for them. So they needed a process that they could use themselves to create content for free. What can you do yourself for free? That won't cost you a penny, just a bit of time, bit of effort, maybe a bit of learning how to do certain things, but you can do a lot of things yourself, your brand and your business that won't cost you anything. So you could do a podcast yourself for nothing using your phone. So you could use voice notes or different software on your phone. You could um, you can take photographs, you can write a blog on your phone, you can record live videos, all videos on your phone, you can edit stuff on your phone, there's all sorts of things. So um, absolutely, um, I want to help you create content for free using my How to Nine Times Your Social Media Process. And a lot of the stuff I talk about is available in my book right now. Uh, the book's free. You can go and download it off um, the Facebook group. I'll put the Facebook group in the comments so that no matter what channel you're watching on right now, uh, you can go and join the group. Social media. Um, you can go join the group, get the book for free. Um, you don't have to subscribe to my newsletter or anything like that. You just, yeah, get the book and uh, go for the process yourself for your brand and your business. Uh, also, if you've got any questions at all on Instagram, uh, feel free to uh, say hello or drop a question in and we'll do our best to uh, answer those as well. Um, anyway, right. So the magic hashtag the hashtag that is going to cure all of your ills, the hashtag that is going to help you get your content out to a wider audience better than any other hashtag in the world. Are you ready for this? Are you sitting comfortably? It's hashtag hard fucking work. That's what it is, okay? Forget there being any magic hashtag. Forget there being any way of crazily getting your content in front of a bigger audience. There isn't a crazy way of getting your content in front of a bigger audience. You have to put in the hard work. There is no other way around it. If you're a brand, you're a business, no matter what, you have to get your content out there, but there's no hashtag that's going to create that audience for you. You can use hashtags to help you, which we're going to discuss this morning, but there is no substitute for hard work. You've got to put value out there. You've got to put the hard work in. You've got to be consistent. You've got to be patient. These things don't happen overnight. You don't have an audience on social media like that quickly because no matter who you are, and I know some creators who've had content and it's taken them a while to build an audience and then they've got to a certain point and then they've exploded, but they've still put the hard work in. They haven't just put one piece of content out and gone bang because most of those people end up being a bit of a flash in the pan. Um, so you've got to cotton on to this idea that it's going to take time, it's going to take patience, it's going to take hard work. Um, 
So people telling me off for dropping the F-bomb, it's not after nine o'clock. I think you'll find it is somewhere in the world. I don't know where, but we're broadcasting globally. So <laughs> whatever. Um, so, yeah. So I do apologize, by the way, if you if you are offended by swearing, I'm terribly sorry. Um, anyway, um, you have to point some work. You're going to have to. So rather than me trying to give you a magic hashtag that's going to fix all your reels, how about we talk about hashtags and how important they are for your brand, for your business? Um, because tagging content on every platform is really, really useful and can help you get your content out to a wider audience, especially when more people see that content, like that content, potentially share that content. So hashtags are essentially a way of people searching for what it is that you're talking about in an easy fashion. Now, most of the search engines work in what's called a Boolean search. So that means that they don't just compile all the words together. What they do is if you search for how to nine times your social media, it will search for how to nine times your social media. If you put them into speech marks, what it does then is goes, right, okay, this is one quotation. I need to search for that. And then it will search for that on social media. So whatever it is that you're searching for or whatever it is you want your audience to be searching for is how you should be hashtagging your content. You need to start getting quite clever with this and start looking at it seriously as a way of helping your content get out to a wider audience. It is a way of helping your brand's SEO without paying for an SEO expert to do it for you. So when you write a blog, you can put tags into it. So what do you want people to be searching for and find you do you want it to be custard factory but even though you're a jam factory or do you want it to be jam factory and then jam factory berkshire because that's where you're based and then jam factory uk because you ship to the uk all those kind of things will actually help draw people into your content if they're searching for that there's a chance on google they'll search for whatever it is that you've tagged within your content and they'll find that tag and they'll go oh there's a blog there about what it is i'm looking for i'm going to go and have a check out of that and um, and see what that blog has got to say and hopefully get some value from it then maybe become a fan become a part of your tribe start resharing your content out with their audience you build your audience that way then they go you know what my boss needs to know about this because we work in a shop that needs more jam and then so that what they do they go talk to their boss because they need more jam their boss goes wow i like this person's uh, cut of their jib we're going to get them to provide us with more jam and then you end up being the provider of more jam it's, it's that simple, but all you've got to do is make sure that you're actually putting content out there and that you are tagging it. So you can tag your content on your blogs. You can tag on Instagram, for example, use up to 30 hashtags. There's 30 hashtags there for a reason. Now, there are two rules of school, schools, schools of thought at the moment on Instagram. One is don't really use hashtags at all. The other is use hashtags. My school of thought use hashtags, you don't have an audience yet. If you're sat there right now watching this and you have tens of thousands of people who follow you on Instagram and they're all constantly liking and commenting on your content, fine, step away. You don't need to use hashtags. Uh, you can maybe drop one or two in, but you don't need to go crazy on them because your content's performing well without it and you can just keep building on that. But if you've got a small audience, if you're under 10,000 followers, and that is a small audience in the grand scheme of things, if you've got under 10,000 people following you, most of those won't be seeing the content anyway. Most of those won't be liking it or commenting on it. So you want to keep growing your audience. You want to keep growing it so that people who like that kind of content will get to see it more often often because they will follow you so 
Therefore, hashtag it so that when they're searching for things, they will find you. So if you are uh, on holiday, I don't know, somewhere like Australia, then make sure you're tagging all the stuff that would be connected to Australia and to the area you're in in Australia and why you're traveling as well. So it could be student traveling, student traveling Australia, student working, student working Australia, student working Australia, Brisbane, student in Brisbane, all those kind of things would help draw people into your content who are searching to do the same kind of thing as you. They could be a student or they could be wanting to go to Brisbane, all those kind of stuff. If you hashtag it, then more people are likely to find your content and actually get to see it and push it out further and hopefully start sharing your content with our audience as well. Um, and it's the same on Twitter, although we are limited to the number of um, characters we can use on Twitter. You can still put hashtags into Twitter content, LinkedIn as well, limited to the number of characters you can use again, but you can still put hashtags in there. And what's great even about LinkedIn is now and again, when your content performs really, really well, you'll get a message telling you your content is trending on LinkedIn. How cool is that? So 100% use hashtags on LinkedIn, use hashtags on Facebook, especially if it's on an open page. If it's on a closed group, there's absolutely no point because a closed group means nobody can get in and nobody should be able to see the content that's in there unless they're a member of the group. So there's absolutely no point in hashtagging your content in a private group because it's not going to improve who gets to see it. But hashtag it on an open group, hashtag it on your business page, get more people the potential to see their, your content. We are humans. We are lazy. We want things made easy for us. So make it easy for them. Don't just expect your content to land in their feed and then go, oh, that's good. I'm going to become a fan of theirs. Make it easy for them. When they're searching for something, make sure your content is that something that they're searching for and pops into their feed. They might be searching for an accountant, uh, just like Chris, who's tuned in at the moment, who's also got his clippers arriving from Amazon today so he can shave his head. Brilliant. Maybe come and do mine afterwards because, yeah. Um, but anyway, so maybe an accountant and they find your content. Brilliant. That's And that's all you're looking for is people to find your content. You're not necessarily looking to sell to them or any of that kind of thing. You just want people to actually enjoy the content that you're putting out and actually get value from it, become part of your tribe, and then potentially in the future become a customer or more likely share your content with their audience so that your audience grows and grows and grows until you get to the stage where maybe three or four of them are going to become customers and you can potentially start making money from that. But don't create content specifically to sell. Just put that value out there. Do it consistently, be patient, and definitely tag up your content. Put tags on it so more and more people have the potential of being able to find what it is that you've got to say and the brand that you're trying to, to talk about and all that kind of stuff. Okay, well, that was a quick 10 minutes, but um, hopefully uh, you've got a bit of value from that. You kind of understand the fact that you should be tagging your content. I, I'm a firm believer you should be doing it on all platforms at the moment until you get to that stage where you have an enormous audience who are actually interacting with your content. Until then, you've got to be using them because you need your content to be found. You want to be found. You want to be seen. You want people to know all about you, what it is that you do. So make sure you're making it easy for them. If you've got any questions at all about hashtags, feel free to drop them into the comments on whatever platform you're watching on at the moment. I'll do my best to 
see the comments that are on uh, Instagram. Um, it's a little bit difficult because my phone's kind of like this, so it's leaning away from me, so I can't really see it very well, um, but I'll do my best. Um, and if you've got any comments or questions on Twitch, on Periscope, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and the How to Nine Times Your Social Media group, or the uh, Facebook Perception Studios group, feel free to uh, drop your questions in there. We'll do our best to answer them. Okay, so uh, the questions that came up yesterday that I've had uh, through, let's go through some of these. Um, so I had a question come through from a guy called Pace. Very cool name. Um, and Pace is asking the question, so um, how do you manage time between platforms and between building awareness or nurturing what you currently are lucky enough to have? Okay, so... Um, I've spoken about this before, and as a brand, as a business, you need to know who your avatar is. If you know who your avatar is, your avatar is your ideal client, because I know I mentioned avatar yesterday, and a few people asked in the comments, what's an avatar? So an avatar is your ideal client. You've broken them down, and you know exactly who it is you're talking to, whether they're female, male, whether they've got pets, children, where they live in the world, and what they do for a living, what kind of expendable income they've got, what hobbies they do, all that kind of stuff, so that you have that ideal focus client in your head. So I'm guessing from what you've written, you've got one channel that's performing quite well. So you know where that audience actually is. So if you know where that audience actually is, that's where you need to be putting your content because that's where they're going to interact well with it. That's where they're going to interact the best, which you already know because you're lucky enough to have an audience in one particular platform. So what I suggest to most people is you put a larger amount of your effort into that particular channel. I don't think personally putting all your effort into that channel is the way forward because then you are alienating anybody else who might want to get potentially value from what you've got to say. So you could write the best blogs in the world and put them on your website, but if nobody goes to your website, where else are you going to put them? You're trying to remove friction. And that's the same with all types of content. So I think you should be putting like 75, 80% of your effort into that one channel where you've getting the most traction, where most people are going to be for your brand, for your business. Then you split your time between the other channels that you're wanting to use. That way, that way your audience could potentially also be. Because you've got to remember, not everybody will consume content on LinkedIn. They might scroll through LinkedIn, but actually they want to consume content on, on Pinterest or they want to consume content on Instagram or on TikTok or on Facebook or on Snapchat, wherever it is, they might want to consume it there. So you've got to put most of your effort where your audience is going to be because that's where you're hopefully going to start making some money from. But don't forget the rest of the channels. You're trying to relieve that level of friction. There's always a level of friction for all types of content, even podcasts, which I feel are the most frictionless piece of content, but there's friction for all types of content. So try and relieve as much of that as you possibly can. Go back to what I said a minute ago. Humans are lazy. Make it easy for them. Help them consume your content. Help them consume your value by putting it where they're going to be. If they're on Facebook, they don't want to have to click a link that's going to take them somewhere else because they don't want to leave Facebook. So all that's going to happen is they're going to click your link. It's not going to take them to a Facebook page. They're going to go, oh, for God's sake, another website, close, go back to Facebook again. That then gives you a bounce rate. That doesn't look good. If it's on social, another social media channel, then the algorithm looks at that and goes, oh, my God, that content must be really shit if they're just coming on, coming off straight away. Um, and so don't do that. Put the content where they're going to be and help them consume it where they are. Now, yes, you should be con creating content that's specific to that channel, 
but we don't all have the time to do that. We may have more time at the moment, let's be honest. We're all capable of doing more stuff at the moment because we're in this lockdown situation, but this is going to come to an end at some point. This is going to stop. We don't know when, but it is going to come to an end. And so make it easy for them to consume your content after all this has gone away as well. And um, hopefully that will help you outpace. Fingers crossed that's kind of answered your question. I'm not sure. Fingers crossed. Uh, David has asked a question. How do you manage trying to put out quality content if you want it to look decent on all social media platforms as one person with a limited experience trying to manage personal expectations? Okay, and that's the personal expectations thing we're going to hit here. Um, you have to remove your personal expectations. So, again, I'm a firm believer if you're not communicating, nobody can get value from what it is that you've got to say. And everybody wants to get value from your content. Everybody... You've got to have that mindset that everybody who's your avatar wants to get value from your content. So how do you do that? You put it out there. You have to remove that element of perfection. If the value is in your content, if you are giving something back to the person who's going to be consuming it, there's a chance then they will become a member of your tribe. Now, social media is very different to social media advertising. So putting social out is about being social, is actually about creating a community, people you can talk to, people who want to come to you for help, people who see you as a voice of authority and don't see you as somebody who expects something in return. So you are a voice of authority in what it is that you do. When you then trip over into social media advertising, that's when you put some money behind it. That's when you need to come and talk to someone like us to help you with the creative and the ideas and actually make the creative so that it looks great for your social media channels. So it looks great for your website because that's when you want your content to look the best. But when you're just putting out organic growth content, you've got to step away from perfection because otherwise all you're going to do is just keep pressing stop, start, stop, start on videos. You're just going to take a photograph and say the lighting's not right and do it again and then again and then again. You're going to start a podcast and you're not going to podcast because you're going to stop and start, stop and start, stop and start. Just get it out of your head. I'm not a mindset coach by any stretch of the imagination, but you've got to overcome this fear of perfection, this fear of looking or sounding like a knobhead when you put your content out. You've just got to put it out there for people to consume. And just remember that the trolls will pop on and go, oh my God, what is it? What are you saying? This looks shit, blah, blah, blah. They're not your audience. You're not trying to sell to them. So who gives a damn? All you've got to put into your head is that, wow, okay. So number one, a troll has found my content. That's brilliant because it means people are finding my content is also, or she's also taken time to comment on my content. So the algorithm's seen that they've gone, wow, that person's consumed what they've got to say and commented. The AI isn't intelligent enough to go, oh my God, this is a troll. The AI just goes, brilliant. There's a comment there and there's some words in it, quite a few of them. Brilliant. They must really like the content. We'll start pushing it out a little bit further. So Forget about them being a troll and just thank you very much for a bit of interaction on my content and engagement because now you've helped me get out to a wider audience. That's the way I would look at it. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, as, as one person, you've just got to get over that idea of perfection and put the content out. Hopefully that helps, David. Right then. Uh, on to our last question that's come through so far. If you do have any questions, no matter what platform you're on, we'll do our best to answer them. So just drop them into the comments. I will see them pop up on my screen or up on my phone. And uh, yeah, I'll do my best to read them and answer your questions today uh, on the live broadcast. So going through to the last question then. 
And this one's come through from Austin, who is in Austin. Um, okay, how do I find inspiration and create organic content three plus times daily on social media to promote the designs of my artwork without flooding my feed with only my products? Okay, this is a good one, Austin. Um, right. Don't just put out your products, I think is probably the answer to that, or find other ways of putting your products out there. Um, it comes back to the idea of giving value to the audience rather than actually selling to them. So me saying, okay, I've created this mug, go and buy it, is one, one way of doing it, so I can do that. Or I can say, here's a design, I'm going to create it, do you want to watch me make it? I'm going to do it. So I'm a potter, and I then I sit down in front of my potter's wheel, and I mould the clay and I turn it into a mug. And I say, this is how I've done it. Taught people through the process of making a mug. Then I go, right, okay, we're going to fire this in the kiln. So then I have to show them the firing process and what we do and make sure that the, the porcelain doesn't crack and that there's no deficiencies in it and blah, blah, blah. Then I show them me painting it and then firing it again and then painting it again and firing it again until I end up with this. So then you end up with a case study video effectively of your own product rather than somebody else you case studying something you've done for somebody else you're case studying your own stuff so then you're showing them what it is that you've done so as a designer you can do that you can go okay so i'm doing a job at the moment for um x climb and then what you do is you just take people through the whole process now you might not be able to do that live because of embargoes or contractual reasoning but it doesn't mean you can't capture that content. And then when you get to the stage where you're out of contract or the client is happy for you to put something like that out, a case study, then you can put that content out and show people the design work that you've done and the process you've gone through. What was it that got you thinking about that particular thing? You were walking down the street, you saw the leaves falling from the tree and you thought, oh my God, that's exactly what I need to do. And that's exactly what I need to create. That's exactly what is the perfect design. So then you use that piece of design idea in your head and take people through that process. So case studies, I think, are a great way of doing it. Also, obviously, case studies of client work that you've done previously. Um, but just maybe just try and step away from that, that instantly trying to sell your design work and show people what it is that you do. Again, as well, try and help people remove a bit of pain. People buy because they want that pain point removed from them so not everybody can design so maybe show them again some of the, the stuff they can do themselves to design simple things and maybe show them you designing some really complex stuff as well um just i'm not saying scare people but just show them that actually it's not as simple as opening up ms paint and designing something um it's there's a lot more thought process goes into designing a logo for a brand or a product design or packaging design than simply just going, oh, right, okay, they need a box, right, box, and that's the name of the business, stick it on there, done. There's a lot more thought goes into it. So hopefully that's given you a few ideas, Austin. So think of, think of it that way rather than just purely, I want to sell my mug, buy my mug. There it is. Come on, you can see my mug. Why are you not buying it? Because what value is anybody getting from that? nothing whatsoever but if you show them that process and then go this is the design we ended up with they may well look to buy that product let's have a look see if we've got any questions anywhere uh nothing at the moment on instagram it takes a while to bend down there and have a look and uh, the comments are quieter today than usual, which is fine dandy. I don't mind. But thank you very much for uh, joining me today. If you are brand new on whatever platform you're watching, 
obviously either hit the follow button if you're watching on instagram or you can subscribe or wherever you are you can also join my group my how to nine times your social media group which is in the comments at the moment go and click on that link if you click on that link and join the group you can also get my book absolutely free my former number one book how to nine times your social media you go and click and download that it'll take you through the whole process i take brands and businesses through in a generic way to help you start creating some content and then when you need the content to be a bit more creative that's when you come and have a chat with them and me and um, we can help you start creating some great content and in fact there's my email address scrolling along the bottom if you want to get in touch drop me an email and we can chat about your requirements shall we say anyway right i'm going to shoot off and finish the rest of my brew um, and also i've got another broadcast i'm going to go watch right now so uh, thank you very much for joining me today like I say, if you're brand new, hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button. If you're watching on the replay, feel free to leave your comments and your questions in the uh, the comments box below, and um, I'll do my best to answer them in the comments, or we can bring them into the live stream tomorrow. Um, and also, if you're listening on the podcast, my email address, it's not scrolling across your screen, obviously, but it is in the description box below this podcast. So go and click on that and drop me an email. Anyway, until tomorrow, have a good rest of your day. Enjoy the sunshine. It's a nice day outside at the moment well where i am anyway and um, tomorrow is Susanna's birthday so it'll be a shorter broadcast than usual but we will still be live around about 11 ish so stay safe until then have a good one and i'll speak to you tomorrow bye this was a perception studios production